0: It's President's Day weekend, and the long weekend means you have some extra time to do a lot of things around the house or what have you, but it, you could watch movies, you could go to the movies, you could tune into Netflix. Let's talk to Adam Graham, film critic for the Detroit News. Good morning, Adam.
1: Good morning. How are you guys doing?
0: Good. A lot of people are excited about movies, but I just want to start with Netflix, because The Greatest Night in Pop is yeah. a wonderful documentary.
1: Yeah, we've all seen yes, it. It's, 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 it's great. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's like, I think if you, um, of course, if you're a certain age, you, you know these players, you know this song, and it's kind of, it's, it's great to dig into the story of it. If you're below maybe, I don't know, 35, I think you're like, who, who are these people?
0: <laughs> Perhaps, except you see some genius in, in Michael Jackson and, yeah. and mm-hmm. all these people that came together on well, that one night. Well, we need to night. explain
2: what it is. It's about the making of the We Are the World uh, fundraising song yes. back in 1985,
0: and how yeah, they he, got he, everyone he, together right. uh, the night of the American Music Awards. So right. right after the show, they all went to the studio, and it's really cool. I I would say I'm glad go they watch
2: taped it. it. I'm glad they
0: filmed it
1: too. Yeah one one long night in the studio, one long yes. night in the studio. They're in there till like 6:30 in the morning, and I I just love the idea of all these personalities getting together, um, the biggest pop stars in the world for for the 1980s. And and seeing somebody like Cindy Lauper, who was, you know, a new artist at the time, really, really put her stamp on that song. And Steve one take one take Perry, who just rips his yeah. and, oh, and then leaves everyone in the dust. There's like there's like all these different little stories, micro stories happening within the larger story. And it's it's like it's yeah. just a great pop doc. And I think that Lionel, um, Really puts really puts a poetic spin on the whole thing at the end, where he just talks about like um, the the magic that was in that room because he's in the same room where the where the song was recorded when he when he's in his interview. It's just it's it's it, it, it adds a little bit of a soul to the documentary. It, 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 it's 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 just a, it's eminently watchable. This yes. documentary
2: and 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 the note that Quincy Jones put up on the wall: "Leave your egos at the door."
1: Great stuff. Well, um, and, and Quincy. Quincy being the ringleader of the whole thing, um, it's just – it's, it's, it's 90 minutes that goes by, and it seems like about 25 minutes. Um, I, I wish there was, like – I wish we could see everything that didn't make the doc um, yeah. because there's, there's got to be good stuff that was left yeah. on the floor, well, too. I really had, compelling stuff.
2: I had read a lot about that session. And yet I learned things that I had never heard before. And, and I'm not going to spoil a uh, spoiler alert here. I'm not going to spoiler. But uh, Stevie Wonder in the 11th hour uh, created some drama. And <laughs> it, I'm yeah. just going to leave it there. It's that alone is worth the price of admission, yeah. Adam.
1: And, and what, what he does is why Waylon Jennings is not on the final recording. Yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, let's ask you, you are the film critic. Let's ask, talk to you about the films. Um, Bob Marley.
1: Yes, Bob Marley One Love is in. is This week was uh, because of Valentine's Day. the The new releases opened on Wednesday, um, so everything's in theaters. Bob Marley One Love is the biopic on Bob Marley, and it picks up in 1976, where Bob Marley is already a superstar. So this isn't like a uh, a cradle to the grave biopic where we're you know learning about the scrappy young years and how one came to be he's already he's already a super big deal when this movie opens and the the main thing about this movie is it's created it was made in in conjunction with the marley estate and with the family so they have all the music um to to work with here something like priscilla that came out last year that was not made in accordance with elvis you got no Elvis songs in that movie. This one, you got all the Bob Marley songs, and that's kind of the movie. It's really just the songs. Yeah. Um, it's it's. I called it a, a soundtrack in search of a film because the the narrative is kind of drifting, and uh, it, it's not really uh, it's not the most compellingly told story, unfortunately. But you got a lot of music. It's wall to wall Bob Marley music, and it's kind of like a hang session with with bob whether he's in the studio or whether he's on tour or whether he's he's just kind of like being a pretty cool guy um in theaters this weekend it's okay it's what i would say
2: it's uh, there there of course we're seeing so many things on on uh, netflix now but i got to tell you the one thing that, that was a big takeaway from the super bowl adam was just how hungry Hollywood has become and the amount of money they're willing to spend to get us back into the theaters. Just give us a quick quick business status report here on Hollywood about how tough things are.
1: Well, you know, the Super Bowl weekend was the lowest box office weekend in a long time. And what we've created here, or the current status of of the town, is... um, Super mega blockbusters and everything else. Mm-hmm. And if you land one of those super mega blockbusters, one of your Oppenheimers or one of your Barbies, Super Mario Brothers as well, you're good to go. But there, there's this huge chasm between those mega, mega movies and kind of everything else. And, you know, even, even with the Oscars coming up, um, you used to be in a position where all the, the Best Picture nominees would kind of be hanging around theaters this whole time in the lead up to the Oscars, you can you can stream most of the movies that are up that were even you know that were fall releases. Um, it's it's giant studio movies and kind of everything else and things. The window between uh, when something's in theaters and when something is available on streaming now is so short. Um, so you either hit big or you go home. And yeah, over the Super Bowl, um, you got the the, the Wicked trailer came out there was a there was a fall guy trailer all these,
2: these dune
1: uh dune yeah dune comes out in a couple of weeks i saw dune it's a it's a lot of fun i'd love to talk about it with you guys um you, you, you the, the stakes are high and, and you and you hit big or, or you kind of go home and and it's 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 a it's a situation where um just the, the little guys kind of get lost in the shuffle, you're not making them as many as as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mid budgeted pictures just don't exist in the way they once did. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's a blockbuster town.
0: All right, Adam. Maybe one day we talk about Dune with you, but we appreciate can't wait
1: to. It. <laughs> we appreciate you guys got a homework to do though. you got to watch the first one all over again. Right. Out, like during the pandemic, and it was a lot. But the but the second one makes the homework worthwhile.
0: All right, deal. We've made a pact. Yep. Adam Graham, yeah. film critic for the Detroit News. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks so much. Have a good
0: one. Uh, In the next 8 o'clock hour, lots to discuss. We have Tom Mizzo. We have Todd Flood talking about the important crumbly trial. Stick with us.